0: jeremy Grew. i'm chris Mosier. and this is still is kingdom keeps the creepy but necessary podcast where chris and i cover every single episode of the tv show merlin and we're back with more season five uh before we even get into thanking our patrons over patreon.com slash sponsor of the week for keeping the lights on in this podcast i want to mention that we're coming up on the end of this series we are so uh i want you to send in y- your emails uh, <clears throat> come and chat with us, talk with us. We're probably going to do a wrap up episode. We may or may not have a guest kind of depending on what happens with that. I don't know. I haven't, haven't decided depends on what. if Colin
1: Morgan is available. <laughs>
2: it
0: depends on if we can get the angel Colby <laughs> on the line. Um, I would not be able to handle being on a podcast with Katie. McGrath. No. Though, that's yeah. Not, I, can't, that's not, I would not be able to handle.
1: I wouldn't be able to talk to any of these people.
0: <laughs> um, out of all of them, I bet Bradley James would be like the chillest one. Uh, yeah, I know uh, he's done Merlin podcast before, but yeah. I can't talk to him. He's he, famous. He did Destiny and Chicken, uh, which is uh, they did extremely great named Merlin podcast that existed mm-hmm. before us. Um, anyway, uh, please, please write in. Um, how do they do that? Chris, do you remember any of our emails?
1: Well, I think I they email <laughs> monster of the week
0: at gmail.com. Okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can also DM us on Twitter at MOTWCast or His Kingdom Keeps. Um, and I, if you're on our Discord or Patreon, you can definitely message me on Discord or you can leave messages, comments, or uh, send us a message on our Patreon. Uh, Please do that. We're going to read all of that stuff out, uh, and we already got one, which is what reminded me to do it. We had, uh, there is a known Uther apologist amongst the Discord Ah, um, who wrote in, and it's going to be an interesting email to read, so uh, pretty excited about finishing that up um, and being able to talk about everybody's responses, about
1: what Merlin meant to them. Yeah. Chris. What's up? What's been happening in Merlin, my man? Well, last time on Merlin, let me tell you, Arthur was confronted by the judgment of the old religion and is told his only chance at redemption is to swear to follow the ways of these forbidden gods. Merlin, however, is so desperate in his fear of Mordred and the vision of Arthur's death, he pushes for the king to reject magic, and as a secret punishment, Mordred is rescued from the brink of death, and it is only then that Merlin realizes he is driving them closer and closer to their dark destiny.
0: This is a, a really great episode, um, mm. And I think that it's uh, one of those episodes that can kind of exist anywhere in Merlin. Uh, yeah, notice
1: how Mordred's not in this one.
0: Mordred's not in this one really at all. Uh, he's, he's listing the credits as an uncredited cameo, but I don't even remember seeing him, to be don't honest. Don't recall seeing him. <laughs> so unless I was just making a note at the time that he, he passes by, I don't – maybe he's in the uh, funeral at the end um and i just didn't i didn't spot him like that kid from iron man 3 at the end of uh adventures endgame (laughs) um anyway i don't know what i was talking about uh this episode is it it just feels like it could be at any it makes me wonder if like the the order has shuffled around for some of these episodes because we talked about the last time of like feeling like it would be better for the last episode to come before the one before that um yeah so I'm just curious. Uh, overall, though, I really, really like this episode, Chris.
1: They try to put the Dark Tower in here.
0: It's the Dark Tower, now, my man.
1: <laughs> I, I know that the Dark Tower as a concept, like we're, t- we're referring to Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dark Tower, it's not, certainly the name is not very original, right? They even mentioned the Dark Tower and the Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Um But this one, it just looks exactly like the Dark Tower as it's pictured on the cover of the Stephen King novels, which is really funny. But I love it. I don't give a shit. I love it.
0: (laughs) I don't either. And I I also just realized we forgot to read the episode description. Uh, So today we're covering (laughs) Merlin, Season 5, Episode 6, The Dark Tower. When Gwen is snatched from Camelot without warning, Merlin knows there can only be one person responsible, Morgana. Arthur is determined to rescue his queen, but it will not be easy. She is locked in the Dark Tower, a place that haunts the dreams of men. Arthur and his knights must embark on a quest like no other, Battling over a landscape riddled with hidden dangers, perilous obstacles, and magical beings. This aired on November 10th, 2012, directed by Ashley Waver and by Julia Jones. Um, yeah, this is like when you first see the Dark Tower, it it was even before like you see the image, I think, on a cover of a Stephen King novel. Uh, this is kind of what when I had in my head as the Dark mm-hmm. Tower, Stephen King having encountered that book before I encountered the show, obviously. Like this is this was the vibe. Um, it serves a much different function, though, uh, and I think that's an yeah. important distinguishment. Um,
1: it's kind of cool, though. I like the, what this is. It's basically just like an embodiment of fear, right? Um, which is kind of rad. It's which just like a cool concept for a thing that exists in this world.
0: Uh, this is also like one of those episodes in season five that I love because it just there's a lot of like somebody just really stunting with the camera, just having a good time Mm, filming some mm -hmm. cool looking stuff. Um, it's also like very, it feels very whimsical in a way for as serious it is as it is of just like, well,
1: it's because they're back on an adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stakes are high, but that's what I think made us fall in love with the show to begin with was this that adventure side of it just a just some guys with swords out in the woods looking for something you know yeah it's, it just has that that feeling to it that that always kind of excites the imagination and plays on those like old fantasy loving tropes and stuff
0: exactly yeah like i mean we're gonna encounter queen mab in this which i feel like just about anybody any other she, she
1: shows up flexes for like 12 seconds and rhymes then, and then she's like all right i'm out
0: <laughs> i'm, I'm out of here i um i wanted to go look that actress up too because i feel like i would know her from something but i forgot got to do it. Um but it does not matter because
1: it- we so we start off and it's really nice of guinevere and Elian to remember their father, Blacksmith Tom. Um it's actually I mean we I knew something was going to happen to Elian unfortunately because of this. Yes. Uh but regardless of that, it was still good to finally this season that these two come together. There's been so much back and forth and it feels like Elian and and Gwen never really act like brother and sister and I get that they're they both are very busy. They both have not spent their entire lives together. Obviously, Elian was off doing Elian stuff while she was here in Camelot. Um, but it was still nice to get a moment and remind. Yes, they are siblings. Yes, they do care for each other, uh, and they have this you know this shared thing. Their father died, and was killed by Uther. In fact, uh, so it was nice of them to kind of stop here and remember.
0: It's also very funny to me that they had to bury him outside of Camelot, like because he was, you know, yeah, he was executed by the king under (laughs) suspicion of being a sorcerer. So like they had to go after
1: after everything was cleared and Arthur was king. Gwen was like, so can we like. Can we like put like a grave marker and arthur was like i will allow uh, a pile of stones and I'll, I'll let you more. have
0: some stones but we're not going to do like a cross or anything i'm just saying like you gotta you gotta you get a d-
1: pile of stones and that's me being nice
0: and even that like bon probably had like some some opinions about it he was like shut up Larry, oh, yeah. right? this yeah, is my yeah, this yeah. is my new wife um this is this is like one of uh, one of those like gorgeous shots that i talked about as they turn around to leave like they it's just a beautiful landscape shot um they join the other knights uh and gwen says that uh their father would be very proud of elian which is how you know he's going to die at the epi- end of this episode mm-hmm. um they joke about who's in love with who i believe someone says that gwen is in love with himself uh and unfortunately to undercut all of this like camaraderie and, and good cheer morgana is there and she's spying. It's on so
1: him. funny she's literally like she's like peeking out from behind a tree and, um, <laughs> like she's using this as a makeshift curtain
0: It's very funny to me that she's using Trees as makeshift curtains and also that she's just Here like the last time we saw her like she got I thought She was dead like she gets <laughs> she gets She's bear- taking a
1: lot of large stones To the cranium <laughs> and, uh, But uh, I think that that's the victim Here it's what is it CTE she's had, like Some serious head trauma I've made absolutely. this joke before And at this point I don't even think it's a joke I think that I she's think taken true. so many head injuries that she's going dark side because of it.
0: We need uh, we need to compare some x-rays between her and Sam yeah. Winchester to see which yeah. one has it worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: Sam, whoa. Uh, you never <laughs> know. <laughs> uh,
0: she casts a spell over the ground and a mist appears. Uh, and as she waits for the knights to ride through, uh, th- these magical snakes come out of out of nowhere and start threatening the snakes and the riders. Uh,
1: Chill, bro, you're scaring the
0: horses. <laughs> Leon and Arms are both thrown off of their horses and then bitten by these snakes. Mm. Uh, and Elian tells Gwen to run, to run for the tree line, which is exactly what Morgana wanted because she runs right into Morgana and is like, nope, I'm out, and then turns around and leaves, which is the smartest thing anybody has ever done upon seeing yeah. Morgana for yeah. the first time in a while.
1: Yeah, I um, think the maybe in hindsight, maybe the only other good thing she could have done was just, double down it just gallop, go run right straight right forward into Morgana. Uh, yeah, yeah quick thinking and Morgana might be surprised enough you take sure. her down but that's not what we're here for today <laughs> is uh, she even on a horse was going to even on a horse nope. I don't remember Gwyn-
0: yeah she was yeah. No, she
1: gets yeah. force pulled off of
0: it that's yeah right. she gets force pulled off she, she is literally snatched as the episode description says mm-hmm. um, and Morgana says sleep my lady it will be some time before you can do so again we get our intro and then all of the knights bring back arms and leon to gaius's lab Mm. uh arthur arrives and is like i'd let you guys do one thing on your own like i I just show
1: with my wife once
0: (laughs) just one time and look where it got us like what what are you guys doing um and of course he is very upset that uh, gwyn is missing and he's going to ride out at dawn um Mm. i
1: i'm just saying if it was my wife i'd go out Right then? Right then. I'm not waiting until dawn. Yeah, yeah. Get me out
0: there. (laughs) You know, we just, uh, oh, we can't talk about that yet that's gonna be a little bit of a surprise for people but uh, this reminded me of a thing we'd recently talked about on a podcast that we guested on with uh, mm-hmm, once again mm-hmm, Sam mm-hmm, Winchester mm-hmm. so anyway um, they uh, Gaius figures out that like oh hey these snakes are snake bites are not just snake bites they're magical snake bites and Merlin's mm-hmm. like yeah that's definitely Morgana that's a that's hundred, hundred that's the only one who
1: would be mixing it up out here with magic snakes that's got her name all over it only thing that would say Morgana more than snakes is crows let's be honest
0: snakes, crows, uh, some yeah. sort of like dark uh, magic mind thing, which mm-hmm. is what she this ends up doing. You know, this is for the snakes. This is, that is for the snakes. Motto, it's Morgana's so. motto. Uh, she, excuse me, Merlin runs to Arthur, tells him this, uh, and Arthur is just like, get out of here I don't care like I'm not I've I've lost Gwen once I'm never going to lose her again and Merlin makes this promise that he's going to help him and make sure that Gwen gets home safe And I'm only mentioning this here because it kind of seemed like a like a throwaway line of dialogue except that Merlin brings it up like eight times in this episode to the point where I'm like I get it dude yeah you don't I mean you made a promise and you're going to keep it like okay
1: I wonder if this is supposed to be just in hindsight thinking this No, I didn't think this while watching it and if this is supposed to be what keeps that fear away from Arthur, because the Dark Tower being this thing of fear, I wonder if it, it can manipulate that in some way. I, they didn't really do anything with that. Um, I'm just wondering if like that's supposed to be what helps him get there through the forest. Obviously, Merlin does some magic, so I'm reaching, is what I'm saying. No, no, I like but it. they I do. Like they do one of those big old arm handshakes. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing says "my brother" quite like a big old arm. <laughs> They're like cr-
0: grasping some bicep, right? Like, or, or I don't even yeah. know if that's. I don't know what you call your the thing below your elbow. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a workout your forearm? man. Yeah. Some forearm grasping, <laughs> I guess. Uh, they ride out the next morning. Um, meanwhile, Gwen wakes up next to Morgana with her hands bound. And Morgana tells her that she wants to play a game of let's see how much Arthur loves you. And we're, Morgan- Gwen insists like he's not stupid and we're going to like he's pretty Uh, dumb when it comes to you he's made a lot of mistakes (laughs) like I feel like this is a good plan um meanwhile Arthur and his crew find Gwen's horse but of course no Gwen they find tracks and so they begin to follow them to the east um morgana meanwhile is dragging gwen behind her horse uh with by her hands like she's got a, this got her hands picture
1: bound. is on the cover of the season five blu-ray and it for really? some reason has always looked really funny at the way that they superimpose that and then behind them you see you know a giant heads of, of, merlin, uh, of merlin and, and uh, everybody Arthur. And it's funny. just really funny for some reason but i finally saw the episode that it's in <laughs> uh
0: morgana as Mer- gwen collapses morgana halts her horse and gets out and like offers water and Gwen's like I don't want anything from you, uh. And you got, Morgana looks at her as like just my crown, right? It's like damn. Yeah. Uh, and again, Morgana she got that hater in her. She's got some hater energy this episode. She she offers Gwen the water and when Gwen refuses, she just pours it out in front of her.
1: Damn, that's uh, a hater
0: move too. That's a hater move too. Uh, our knights continue to to ride east searching for gwen and meanwhile morgana has entered desert world uh and this is our first view of the dark tower Uh, how'd she get
1: there without having to go through the impenetrable fortress she's she's a fucking magic chick
0: man it does not matter she's
1: a magic chick doing magic shit leave her alone that's true that's absolutely true because all i could think was the you know the other boys had to leave their horses behind but they they show up riding on horses i mean i'm just saying
0: hydrated you're right magic shit magic nated uh, mm-hmm. sorceress in her lane. aided in her lane feeling great like she this is the, the forest probably like bent itself over making her path for like, like she was fucking Moses That's true. That to true. the promised land um, she this is the first shot we get of the tower we talked about how great mm-hmm. this looks like the mm-hmm. sky looks amazing they've like done some color correction it to make it look like weird pink and blue almost and there's this thin tower rising to the sky and this basic like barrenness around it and it's mm-hmm. just really really evocative and really cool
1: yeah, it uh, it's a, it is a great image. Um, even it's funny. Even the the desert, the kind of like red tinted sand, looks like the roses that you would see. Yeah, in, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. But it just it was all working. It just was making me feel excited. Um, from here we go back to
0: Arthur and his knights. Uh, Arms has found more tracks, uh, but Arthur is not happy with their progress. He begins to yell at everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and Merlin has to come over and be like, "Hey." we're gonna pull it bro we're gonna do this but we're we're gonna have to do this together like why don't we chill why don't we take a rest and everybody can come back to it in the morning i'll go
1: tuck you in i'll it's tuck you not, in come on,
0: just like you look somebody i don't know if you saw in the discord <laughs> somebody <laughs> called the because we made that joke last episode and somebody called it the contraceptive tuck and it just
1: yep. <laughs> that's why he has no airs yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely um, and there's somebody else said something really funny too um uh, so that was Tess that said the contraceptive tuck um, and then body and soul said when you pl- totally platonically love your bro so much you make sure his marriage never gets consummated because you're aggressively tucked <laughs> him in so well
1: it's too tight They can't- Gwen doesn't have the power to get him undone
0: it's funny we make that joke and this is the, the first episode we see them in bed together. I nearly
1: screamed and Jess was like whoa <laughs> what's going on I'm like they've never slept together before uh, Never. And she once. sneaks up this time um
0: Morgana Morgana leads Gwen into the stairs of this tower and then into her room. Uh Uh, She then pushes Gwen into this room, tells her to sleep well, locks her in. Gwen walks into this room that's absolutely just filled with darkness and then begins to hear screaming. Uh, and we're gonna get a lot of this room, and it's it's basically just your normal like pitch black ghost room, like everyday kind of kind of vibes. Every house in New Orleans has one of these. Like I don't know what yeah. you guys do, and, but Boston, you guys probably have some of these things. Yeah, like, you know, they're little different. Usually, there's yeah. a lot
1: more like mirrors and less like effigies hanging from the sure, room. but it's sure, sim- sure, sure. A similar different vibe, vibes, you know?
0: but like the same vibe, but like different like you know execution maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But same same endpoint. You know what I mean?
0: And we fade from her like looking around and holding her hands over her ears to Arthur, who's in
1: front of the. I, I, we hear screams in the dark. No yeah,
0: bueno. No bueno, no, my man. It's it's not good out there. Uh we go to Arthur who goes to chat with Elian, who is of course beating herself up. Uh, for losing Gwen in the first place and tells Arthur, like, I don't know Arthur's what I...
1: was like, yeah, it is your fault. <laughs> Arthur
0: is, is is like, no, dude, I, I know how you feel. And he's like, you can't possibly know how you feel. And Arthur like, kind of looks around like he wants to find Merlin and just goes, it's my wife. Like, he knows that, right? He's the <laughs> queen of the land? <laughs> That's
1: literally my wife.
0: <laughs> I threw away years, decades of precedence to marry a fucking commoner, and like he's saying, I don't know how he feels? Are you serious? That's my wife. He wasn't even around. Like, he yeah. was fucking off the... Anyway, instead he tells uh, Ellie and, like, um, yeah, I know how it feels. And he puts his arm around him and they go back to the campfire together.
1: Aww. It's very um sweet. Is it so that night where they wake from, or Leon wakes from a dream screaming um, and he starts to describe whatever, this horrible vision. I think there's snakes there again. And then Percival wakes up and he's like, I just had that same dream. If we're having the same dream, this dream of the Dark Tower as Arthur names it, um, they know something's up. Arthur talks about how every knight is taught to dread this place. Um, so again, I wonder <laughs> if it almost for just exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, go ahead I wonder if it almost just exists as this thing of fear like a manifestation of people's fears but I think again I'm stretching it here no no but uh, they
0: know for that point like Queen Mab kind of cons- cons- like it basically says later like this is not a physical place like this is a this right. is a place right. that, that, right. that lies in a man's rest or something like she, she gets all flowery with it yeah um yeah. I want to talk about well
1: Gwen is like I dreamt of cheese I don't know what y'all promised.
0: yeah like instead of dreaming about that stuff you should dream of a cheese that tastes like apple pie and like it just turns over and goes back to sleep uh, gwen yeah. has a lot of really good lines in this in this episode he's the comedy relief for once and it's Uh, very good um i want to mention some of the things that they use to describe their dream some of the phrases mm. uh i think leon says the tower everything in its shadow is dead which is just great uh arm says uh the rain fell the rain that fell was like blood which is you know very stephen king dark tower once again yep and then i think leon says it's a tower so dark it could swallow the sun and i just I, I kind of wish that they had had time for, like, a couple of more dreams. <laughs> like, I wanted to do the dream stuff a little These bit. These were
1: good dreams, dude. If this was a novel, we'd be spending at least two nights on the road, and we'd be getting a lot of dreams from everybody. And everyone would describe it in a different but equally epic way. <laughs>
0: I'm uh, Speaking of novels, did you hear that the rumor that uh, GRRM is done with Winds a Winter, finally?
1: I heard it from you. Oh, Huge if okay. true. I'll Oops. say this. Huge if true. I forgot to
0: text you that last night. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I was, I was maybe had a couple of cocktails. So hey, hey, you gotta live your life. Get a little loose on the text messages. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Arthur says, uh, like, ask Merlin, which I like a lot um, because it's a, it's a little bit of a. just showing that Arthur has some trust in Merlin it's yes. like hey why do you think they're having the same dream and he's like because it's Morgana and because it's yeah. probably a trap for you like this is pretty basic magic stuff at this point like you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta educate yourself if you're gonna try to eradicate all magic in Camelot my friend
1: Merlin doesn't have to be a secret sorcerer he doesn't need to have worked for Gaius and had experience with this. he just he's just been around for the events of the TV show Merlin uh he he could figure out I think anyone could figure out Morgana has done something. Morgana. This is clearly her work. This
0: is this is just what her vibes, dude. Like it's got her name written yeah. all over it. Um,
1: what well, the, the twist here is that they get to the tower and they find her, uh, a copy of her zine laying oh. there, and they read it and they realize what they were remembering from their dreams. It's been transcribed as part of her zine. They were forced to dream just, her zine.
0: It, they were they were dreaming her zine. They were they were dreaming. Dude, imagine her being poetry. forced to
1: dream her zine. That's you- whoa. <laughs>
0: can't do <laughs> just the the automatic like uncleanliness right like just yeah. just you just feel awful about it
1: <clears throat> especially when somebody is like you know there's a difference between art and then there's like somebody who's like really like the melodramatic art stuff like um like for me it was like the kids who like there was like the art students who were you know excelled at that stuff and then there was the kids who were into evanescence oh, and yeah. they didn't take art the art class they weren't good at those specific things but they were just as passionate it was there was a <laughs> lot of darkness you know they weren't so much as like painting as they were like editing the html on their myspace mm-hmm. but they was still it was still a craft there's still a passion still an art to it and that's morgana that's what they has forced is. all of these just real normie dudes to dream about <laughs>
0: uh meanwhile gwen has managed to fall asleep in the Super bad room. Uh, unfortunately, she wakes up and she's got mandrake root juice dripping all over her yeah. face. Uh, we're Easily
1: not... one of my least favorite kind of juices to have dripping all over. <laughs> we're me.
0: not going to find out that these are mandrake roots until much later, but yeah. it's just very funny that it just like just dripping stacks of mandrake roots like just hung up across the room.
1: She's like ew! What the f- is this? Like, need <laughs> um, an oil change in here? What's happening?
0: She she starts backing away, and the screaming around her starts up again. And we can we know that something's in the room with her, but we never see what. Uh, and then we jump back over to the knights where Arthur has decided he's he's going to make an announcement. He mm-hmm. is going yeah. to the Dark Tower alone to get his wife back, and of course, and Ellie, like shut the
1: what? F- shut the fuck up, Arthur! A-
0: <laughs> Elian is like, nah, bro. <laughs> not only he's you're like, not, you going know alone, what? i you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. That's that's not going to happen. And then everybody jumps up and does the thing that I love that this show does so much, mm-hmm. which is like, you have my sword. Like they, they do the moment right. Everybody yeah. everybody is like, yeah, we're not going to let you go alone to the to the you know the place where knights all. Light sphere or whatever yeah Gwen um,
1: is like i don't know how to get home by myself so i'm definitely sticking with you i'm guys. <laughs>
0: definitely going with you guys like this is not no question like i am i am almost five leagues away from home and everything looks different and,
1: and arthur even turns to merlin and he's like you can turn back if you want and of course merlin's like no nah, i'm good uh and arthur knew that merlin was coming along regardless but he oh, just yeah. still has to say it uh
0: we get some more really cool landscape shots of them riding and eventually they get to a cliff and see the dark tower in the distance unfortunately uh, before the tower, they have to they have to go through the impenetrable fortress. How are mm-hmm. we going to get through it? It's impenetrable. Uh, we're just going to start hacking our way through. We're it. just going
1: to hack our way through some vines. Um, um,
0: and Gawain hates this. I think this is very funny. He tears his cloak uh, and then he just starts slashing at everything. You can tell it. Like, this is not his vibes at all. Like he's. The I guy. thought
1: that he was like this was gonna, like be something like it was starting to influence him or something. No, he's just fucking. He's just pissed, he's just
0: pissed dude. This is not this is not a cool thing for a knight to do. You can tell it. Like this I, bites, I'm, dude. I'm bites. okay. Like because he. said before like it's a day it's a it's a princess it's a queen in a tower it's a damsel in distress i was made for this like i'm coming along and now he's like i didn't realize that i was going to tear my clothing
1: it's like yo i don't know what i said before but let me say this bites this part it bites
0: i absolutely sucks uh they are slowly but surely getting getting lost um we do check in with gwen who starts to hear footsteps uh and then sees an apparition of ellian um, mm. they've got him bathed in this really really pale white light um so you can tell like he's 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 bad Elliot immediately the way
1: that they make these like phantom things look I, it's pretty cool because they don't go too hard on trying to do any special effects it's just that real washed out lighting mm-hmm. and um it works it's it's very spooky and they're all just laughing at her yeah um and that also works later when she sees merlin and he's just like rah just like, <laughs> startling her. out of context even, it's, even that works
0: it's, it's very it's very funny out of context but i think yeah. like in in when it happens like i was genuinely spooked by some of these like they mm. got me
1: on some of these uh they do they do a lot with the little time that we really spend in this in this room with yeah. this place called the dark tower they they quickly let you know like where gwen's at
0: the, um, the impressive thing is, like, how much Gwen is broken down, how quickly, and mm. and how much that, like, you get that just with what the show shows you. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. very impressive without relying on, like, a lot of tricks or, like, seven days later or anything like that. Like, you yeah. kind of see the the whole breakdown. You see Morgana's plan pretty early on, and it's – and, like, they show it to you, and it's miserable. Like, you kind of hate it mm-hmm. the whole time it's <laughs> happening. Um the knights are getting lost arms breaks his sword they eventually find like a clearing and see that they're closer to the tower but that that's it
1: um i think you know after saying all that it i think it almost works better because at the end of every check in Uh, Gwen seems like she's still resisting she's still pushing Morgana away she's still refusing to fall into her hands play into whatever trick this is which makes it work better because you see even though she's saying she's resisting looking at her you're like you're not you're being destroyed by this
0: yeah uh we do check in on, on Gwen. This is the first time she sees Marlon. Uh, but if she's yeah, not tricked this blah. time, uh, we get like a really good jump scare, like you mentioned. Uh, and then Morgana like opens the door and invites her to dinner and Gwen consumed with fear of this room. And just like, I need a change of scenery. Just like goes out and follows Morgana. Uh, Arthur and his knights are continuing to hack through the forest when Arthur finds the torn bit of cloth from Gwen's robe or Gwaine's cloak, and they realize, mm. "Oh, we have we we have just got, done a circle." Uh, and Arthur, like in kind of a weird move, like loses his temper. He like yells, "Like we wasted an entire fucking day on yeah. this! Like I cannot. My wife is out there. We have wasted a whole and just, day."
1: Just to be fair, uh, Arthur wasted an entire night when he waited to ride out <laughs> to dark. I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, they decide to make camp again, uh, and Merlin. And again like prompts Arthur and is like hey I will honor the promise to bring Gwen back and Arthur just like sits around looking super sad mm-hmm. poor Arthur in the last couple of seasons he has gone through just a whole lot of heartache and, and, and anguish the man. light has
1: really left his eyes
0: <laughs> and this scene specifically like if I was doing another like really sad music video of Arthur like I, or of yeah. for Merlin I would, I would be pulling some clips like this um Meanwhile, like Morgana has summoned the fucking dinner table from Mrs. Havisham's house and has yeah. serving Gwen at a dining table, uh, just covered in cobwebs. Uh, and again, we hear we see we hear Gwen just refusing the food uh -hmm. and this is when morgana starts like kind of making her play like i know how lonely you must be trapped in that room i have suffered as well i spent two years living in the darkness two years chained to a wall at the bottom of a pit with no which i still
1: don't know about we don't know anything about
0: yeah yeah this is the first time we saw that we saw a scene of this in her dream Mm -hmm. um but we do not like we have we don't know anything any of the details of this yet so it's it's kind of interesting the way they're doling that information out
1: yeah um, and she even says that to Gwen, like, yo, you you didn't know about that. Um, yeah, that happened to me, and I know I would have sold my soul for somebody to to offer me this kindness while I was suffering through that. Um, which is that's quite quite a thing to say.
0: And I I like this because it's you don't actually like. Obviously, we've watched the episode. We know after the fact what Morgana is doing now, mm-hmm. and this seems suspicious right like you just know she's doing something bad but it's played so well that you genuinely kind of get caught under the influence a little bit i
1: even started to think like well she doesn't hate well she does hate gwen but like she's she's this is a trap for arthur there's no reason why she can't treat gwen with a little bit of humanity in the meantime like i I did fall under the spell i was tricked a little bit and if gwen knows that's too good to be true no matter what
0: uh, in the forest, it's nighttime and Merlin wakes up to something moving in the forest. Uh, we have a pretty extended scene of him following like a rustling in the leaves until he eventually gets steps into a small clearing and we see a fairy uh, sitting on a log. And this is not any fairy. This is the fairy, uh, Queen Mob, with a super cool haircut. Uh, and she's calling herself the spirit of this place. Uh, mm-hmm. She tells... Merlin that he has to use his mind's eye he has to learn to trust it she hits him with
1: a riddle and Merlin is like no (laughs)
0: yeah uh, no a lot of left is right right is left and the way ahead is behind and she and he's just like come on please (laughs) don't do this enough
1: with the riddles three I cannot I Uh, cannot handle this
0: (laughs) I didn't I meant to look up the rhyme that she says because I actually liked it because he's eventually he eventually says like stop with the riddling like just just let me know what's going on and she's She's like like, okay it's not a
1: riddle then a rhyme um and it's something about how one of them will not return. It is a pretty good line, uh, but yeah, she she says something about them them going. It's deep in their fears, and one of them will not return. Except it sounds better when she says it. Yeah. Um. um and so yeah, Merlin has he's he's been given this instruction, but now he he fears that one of them is going to die. That's yeah. that's the warning she's given to them.
0: And the next day, the knights begin to cut their way through the forest again and it's not looking really any particularly better than it was the day before uh and arthur is like hey we need to get to that clearing again to kind of orient ourselves and merlin's like i can get us there trust me and he's like how are you going to do that he's like i'm going to lead us north he's like you're not going to lead us north. how can you possibly know it's north he goes it's this direction and to kind of prove it like some clouds break and like the shadow that Arthur's sword cast on the ground like tells Mm -hmm. Arthur like oh he's right how did you know that's north and Merlin's like oh it's it's my nose I can smell the salt of the sea and he's like that's that's not a thing (laughs) we don't even have a sea what (laughs) (laughs) um but it works they you know they they, he starts using his magical sight we get this cool like um kind of camera zoom almost like this like camera moving in the forest to show him the path Mm -hmm. and very shortly they find the clearing again uh and as they as Merlin continues to use his magic they find the exit of the forest and they emerge from these trees into the cleared land before the tower and Arthur like doesn't even give this like I would like sit back and be like that's a fucking dark tower right there y'all yeah, <laughs> like we need to a, well this brothers, is are you seeing this <laughs> yeah this is I'm, I'm glad we all are dressed the same is what I'm saying like I'm glad we're a unified front with this because I would be worried to be here by myself Arthur has none that, dark,
1: that. that tower is dark and I am scared.
0: And I am a little worried. Arthur's like, fuck it, let's go. We we, we made it this far. Let's keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's especially, he's, you know, I think his worry has has sped him onward. It's almost that if this is a place of fear, that's going to drive him here even faster because he's so afraid of losing Gwen, right? That he'll he'll confront this place and fall right into her trap. Um, back to Gwen. She is still hearing strange noises in the dark. Um Morgana enters telling her oh I'll give you whatever you want I'll help you we're friends we always um, were. sorry about the mandrake root thing
0: <laughs> that really sucked I shouldn't have done that to you at all that
1: was you know I'm not whatever be cool all right just just be cool we're friends and Gwen still still resists still says she wants nothing from Morgana and Morgana's just like okay all right I'm gonna play cool let me know if you want anything let me know if you change your mind I'll be out there um but of course this is this is just more for manipulation
0: yeah morgana shuts the door and the the screams of this room start up immediately uh it's not so not everything
1: that happens to percival in this next scene the the you know the squads <laughs> marching in they're getting closer and he just gets this big like you know welt on his foot because he's not wearing socks and it really unfortunately made me think about the fact that did, do they not wear socks in camelot was that not a thing did knights not wear socks i don't know um but I, I just thought, okay, I guess Percival's going to die. That's the reason that they do all this shit to him, right? To so to make you think that he's going to die?
0: <laughs> I didn't understand the blister scene at all, Chris. I was going to bring it up to you because I... Maybe
1: it's just be, it's just supposed to be... Normally, Arthur would stop and, and make sure that his men were taken care of, but here he is so consumed by the desire to save Gwen that he's not stopping. Um, or, again, the TV show is trying to make us think that the one who will not return will be Percival. Because later on, he gets shot by a fucking bolt from the trap. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's going on with oh, Percival?
0: Poor Percival in this episode. Uh, me- but it amounts to nothing. Meanwhile, Gwen is ha- is basically fully broke down at this point. She's laying on the floor. Um, she's she's crying to herself. She's talking to herself. Her hands are covering her ears. This is just awful to watch. Like I think this is one of the best, most wholesome, wholehearted characters in the show. And it's like mm-hmm. she's almost never done anything wrong that um, wasn't like direct mind control kind of stuff, type of right. magical control. Uh, and so it's really difficult to see her doing this. Um, and then we cut from this like really heart-wrenching thing to Merlin falling down a hill <laughs> and almost killing himself on yeah. a sword. Yeah. Uh, and that's when we start seeing like uh, surrounding this tower are skeletons, presumably from the knights that kept trying to come here to face their fears.
1: Um, yeah, bros, what were you doing? we goofed up if you if the worst fate for a knight if you ask me is to become a skeleton oh yeah 100 no no worse fate for a knight yeah yeah no no to, to no. become the thing that which you hate the most oh yeah dude that's
0: of knights hate skeletons there's no question about that
1: <laughs> no question about it
0: uh gwen we go back to gwen who is continuing to lose it and now finally hears arthur's voice um and she she keeps saying she she's saying it over and over again it's not you it's not you uh, and Arthur is in this like really jovial voice, like "Look at me, Gwen. It's me. It's me. It's me. I'm here. You're safe." Uh, and then as soon as she lets a little bit of her guard down and looks up, like she might believe it's Arthur, um, this specter of Arthur, the, the drenched in this white light that we talked about earlier, uh, starts laughing at her in the room, and it yeah. just echoes throughout the room. And I feel like I don't know this for sure, but I feel like they recorded people like all of her friends laughing at her for this scene. That's what it sounds yeah. like. So. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's that's scarier than I think in in the scene it's more effective than if they she had seen them all dying or something you know just being laughed at being mocked by the people who are supposed to love and protect her um who she loves it's it's that's gotta be that's gotta really unsettle something especially in the condition that she's in um and of course you know the boys continue to approach outside but then here is where um morgana comes in to comfort her again right uh, and says, "Oh, you're not alone. Everything's gonna be okay. I'm the only one that you can trust." Um, and this scene plays out for a little while with Morgana taking on this like nurturing role before Gwen finally seems like she resists and says that she would rather die than be n- manipulated. And to me, when I watched this, I thought that that was her final stand. Like, no matter what now she's morgana can't get to her whatever she's been trying to do all episode it did not work and before she can do anything else arthur will come in and save her um which is only partially true
0: yeah um this is this is again rough to watch uh just seeing her break for even for a moment and like embrace morgana was like oh man
1: but it also kind of makes you sad right when you remember How good of friends that they once were. Yes. Um Mm -hmm. even though Gwen was her servant, they still had a a friendly relationship and they went through a lot together and they spent a lot of time together. And to find to see that you know echoed here now, even if it's just a false echo, it was still it's sad.
0: Uh the knights arrive at the castle, draw their swords, and enter. We're passing room full of bones, it's it's super spooky. Uh Mm. Arthur starts up the stairs and Merlin's like this feels way too easy and Arthur snaps back like are you ever happy uh we get jump scared by a skeleton which is one of the few times where like I thought it was a little bit much with the jump scares uh it was the only time (laughs) in this episode I was like all right guys like because they even do like a loud scream which I know the skeleton didn't do so like it's just like nothing
1: just for the audience
0: um but this gives ellian the opportunity to jump into the lead in front of arthur uh and they all rush into this large room and immediately set off several traps uh, we've got a t- typical you know kind of t- typical castle behavior we've got a room full of pressure sensitive mm-hmm. uh tiles step on a tile get shot by a crossbow as you mentioned percival gets shot immediately uh arthur is, is why
1: i was like man this guy's done for this dude is definitely
0: dead <laughs> uh Arthur is almost killed, but Merlin has to like shoot the bolt over, almost hitting I think Gwaine and Leon with it, um, <laughs> which is not good. And then they got yeah, a little collateral for you. They have they start they set up a system to like test each tile before they step on it. Um, and for some reason, and I don't really actually care about this, but like you know merlin throws out his belt or whatever and it's like okay that tile is safe and then leon on the other side like throws his belt in front of him i'm like why don't you
1: just follow merlin (laughs) this would be so much quicker
0: like only have one guy testing tiles what are
1: you doing really only need one guy testing tiles you walk in single file and while they're figuring that out they haven't they did no time to discuss leon would just want to take his belt off he's been trying to take this thing off for days uh ellian is way out ahead of the crowd and he's able to completely just slip ahead of them
0: yeah uh, and he climbs the stairs and finds Guinevere in a room, but not the room that we expected to find her in. Instead, she is in a relatively well-lit room with a floating sword at, uh, in I was front so of her.
1: confused by this that I thought that maybe even Gwen was an illusion here. Me too. I thought but, the same thing. Yeah, But no. Uh,
0: and Gwen says that the sword has been enchanted to protect her. And Elian's like, well, fuck that. I'm going to fuck this sword up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, man... This should be really dumb, right? Like this should be like it's real hokey, not. and it it's just a floating sword. It's a floating sword, and I don't know how they make it so it doesn't just look awful and in execution. Like they really make it look it's good. Like
1: it's hammering him so hard. Like Elian is like re- like they they put a lot of like weight to the combat here. I think, and it's very frantic. Then I think maybe that. Does something to make the sword feel a little less impotent, like this little floating magical thing. Woo, woo, woo! But it's it's because it's maybe a little bit more aggressive. There's really no time for us as viewers to go like, "Well, that's dumb." Yeah. Um, because it's just it's just hammering him, and he's fighting, you know, for all he's worth.
0: Uh, Elian is wounded by this magical sword, but he yeah. doesn't give up. Uh, and then he tricks the sword into attacking him next to a window, and then he closes the 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 shutters of the window uh, behind the sword and then the sword like flies from the outside and like stabs through the shutters almost killing Elian Uh, but the sword is dealt with at that point and Elian collapses in front of Gwen uh, who rushes to his side and this was like my first inkling of like oh I thought this whole thing was gonna be fake but no she seems to be really upset and of course like she like grabs his head and is like, Father would be proud of you. And he's like, and he would be proud of you as well. And then he fucking dies. And then she starts yeah. actively crying. And then Arthur and his knights rush in. Arthur rushes to Ellie and Gwen's side as well. And then like the all of the knights that and are and Merlin are there and like just absolutely shocked like what even happened. And this is such a weird moment because like <clears throat> we saw Gwen shut down Morgana and then then i'll just like kind of we're just kind of here we don't even deal with morgana like it was kind of a weird moment of like what the fuck is happening in this episode like how are they wrapping this up like are we even gonna it's,
1: deal it, like what is what's i going wonder on? if this was in any any way attentional because i was tricked Absolutely. i was tricked. yeah <clears throat> but uh, and i think part of why i was tricked was because of the way that merlin sometimes rushes through the end of the episode they did the thing and now it's two seconds of them clapping each other on the back and the episode is done it has happened so many times where it's like oh okay uh, the credits are rolling now. All right, that's happening. Um, Where the, the final moment of the episode takes place so literally close to the final minute. um, And so that's what I thought was happening here. We're, we got to have time for Elian's funeral. So we're just going to cut away immediately and not deal with Morgana. She must have known because she couldn't break G- Gwen. Oh, everybody's here. Uh, I'll just set these traps and I'm getting out of here. But that doesn't make any sense. And of course, that's not what she did.
0: Nope. Uh, we are transported immediately back to Camelot for Elian's funeral. They're doing the whole typical uh, shoot a fire arrow at a boat situation, um, like bottom tier funeral in my mind. Like, like um, I don't They know, refuse
1: man. to bury anybody in this family.
0: I just, I for real, right? <laughs> like, it's I don't know, man. I just I don't want to be I don't want to be lit on fire in a boat in the lake. I don't I don't think that's a cool way to die. Um, I mean, if that's your thing, like if that's your yeah. like
1: you want your viking funeral sure yeah
0: yeah that's i'm not saying it's bad for other people i'm just saying for me that's not how i want to i want to go out um
1: launched into space right uh see i know i just feel like that'd that's be t- you just, your body uh, you,
0: scattered don't, you know you don't actually like the most um but mm. i heard about it for the first time a few years ago i think i don't i don't want to be like uh appropriative at all and i can't remember exactly what what culture this was but i don't remember if this was like native american kind of stuff where they just put your body on a the top of a mountain and you just get like eaten by by birds mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. sounds pretty dope yeah. like i would like yeah, that over the Viking being laid out thing.
1: under the roots of a tree or something yeah yeah you know?
0: yeah yeah just prop me up by the jukebox when i die by alan jackson yeah. she comes on yeah. like just prop me up by whatever the equivalent of camelot's jukebox is like prop me up by the loot player <laughs> when i die
1: drop a couple quarters in and let's let let it ride.
0: Let, just let it ride um uh, we see Gwen dressed in black, being comforted by Arthur. The whole crew is there, uh, to watch this funeral. Um and Merlin mentions to Gaius uh that he was warned. Uh, and Gaius is like, Hey, it's not your fault. Like if you think about it, Elion saved not only Arthur but Gwen at the same time. Like yeah. that. So
1: this is again, I was tricked. And I'm even here I'm like, was all of this just so that she could either she could kill Arthur the intended person to fight that sword or so she could just narrow his ranks a little bit she's going to pick them off one by one is that what's like even up to this last minute here I was still questioning what was Morgana's endgame with this
0: and sure enough uh, we get one last scene that night Gwen wakes up where she's in bed with Arthur for the first time this has to feel pretty good Uh, and she sneaks out of the room sneaks out of the castle she goes to the woods where she meets Morgana And they embrace. And Gwen looks very relieved to be with Morgana and says, Arthur thinks he's one and he has no idea. And Morgana says, you understand now who you can trust. And she says, it's only you, Morgana. It's only you. And Morgana has successfully brainwashed Gwen into thinking that she is on Morgana's side. And, of course, our next episode, uh, Gwen has been assigned to be a saboteur. And Merlin begins to notice something wrong. Um, yeah. this is one this of the few times late in the
1: game for her to be pulling a trick like this
0: but it, it feels like also one of the first times that her plan has been successful <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> yes it's, it's not often that she like gets one off right like it feels like this is one of the rare times and obviously we're not necessarily a two-part of an episode like we're going to deal with the fallout of this and it's, okay, guess what it's probably not going to work <laughs> like i'm sure they're going to yeah. save gwen yeah. somehow before they just kill her but um it is interesting that She pretty much did everything she set out to do. That's got to feel pretty good.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She took down a knight in the process. I mean, it would have been like the biggest swoop of all time if Arthur actually was killed. But I don't think, you know, looking back at it now, I don't think that she ever expected that to happen. Um, I think she expected them to overcome this challenge. But she had her time to brainwash Gwen in the process which narratively obviously like oh no i don't want this to happen as a fan of these characters uh, but narratively it is really interesting that they have now reestablished this relationship that they had at the beginning of the series Gwen and Morgana uh, even if it is fake i think just it just it, that's kind of funs the wrong word but it's interesting it's an interesting dynamic to now play off of again yeah
0: and i'm i'm not a huge fan of brainwashing Mm, in general, mm-hmm. like I feel like as a as a plot device, um, it's it's a little overdone and, and hacky. We saw a lot of it on Supernatural. Like most TV yeah. shows, have like some sort of brainwashing kind of thing. Um, if I remember right, like I I didn't mind this one, and I think mostly it's because of this episode, which sets sets they, it up. They as, put the work in. They put the work in. Like it doesn't feel like it was a wave of the hand, and then Gwen believes something different. This felt like a systematic breakdown of all of her defenses, and and and. I, not that i like that like i'm not saying that i enjoy that particular thing but it's so well done that it's it's you you kind of have to i think the her. fact
1: that they convinced us within one episode that yeah. this could happen is is, is effective you yeah. know they merlin you know short seasons they don't spend a ton of time on any one subject ever but the show does often succeed in getting their points across and and they certainly did that here
0: uh, pour one out for Guinevere. Uh, pour one out for Guinevere, having lost yet another family member in service to the Pendragons. Yeah, let's pour one out for pour, pour one out for Elion. Uh, poor, poor, dumb Elion. He just, you know, kind of just tried his best when he, sometimes. I that's guess. the one
1: thing that feels like it's almost overshadowed in this episode is the fact that Elion was killed. Yeah, um, it's because it happened so late, second... and that's and then
0: yeah. and then immediately you get the, the 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 twist at the end of the episode, so you don't have any time to deal with it.
1: Right, so uh, Lancelot died back in season four, so I guess that was our that was our first guy, um, and now we've got this happening, um, yeah, so the numbers are thinning, I mean, I guess Mordred's in the crew now, but I'm you know you're not really rolling deep when he's with you, I'm just saying
0: just saying, just saying, uh
1: overall, I like this episode a whole lot,
0: I feel like it was spooky and good, and, like you said, like we mentioned like just heaven having everybody go on a quest is always is really, really fun. I love a quest, I you
1: love a good quest.
0: I am. Um, I've kind of been thinking more lately. I like serialized TV a lot, mm-hmm. and I used to complain about Supernatural, like spending the the middling episodes in the middle of a season, kind of not dealing with the overarching story. Um, But I kind of want more of that with Merlin. Like, I kind of just... I kind of just want there to be a dragon in a village, and then they have to go solve the problem somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and have no ramification. Like, Morgana doesn't show up. There's not... Maybe there's an evil king or something. Like, Odin's there, and it's kind of tense or whatever. It's a B-plot. But, like, I would take more Merlin if it was just like, oh, the boys have to deal with a you can even just start making up monsters i don't care like they, yeah. like arthur has to kill I a rougarou i don't know i don't know the, what to, i don't know how a rougarou got to <laughs> medieval england but he has to kill he has to deal with it so
1: the formula of the show of like merlin always having to solve a problem in secret and just the, the the characters the general atmosphere of the show really lends itself very well to this where supernatural very much it, w- leaned into the drama a lot and i think that you wanted that stuff to be resolved or be dealt with and they would have some earth shattering like relationship breaking argument and then the next episode be like well now we got to deal with the haunted house and so that could be frustrating But this it's like they are always kind of they're just keeping it right where it needs to be tone wise so that you can go and do that serious thing or you can deal with the fairies this week you know um they they did they just get it right with with merlin also uh,
0: just to mention like the the Queen Mab stuff is is really fascinating um because like that's a, that's a character <laughs> that's a big yeah. deal that is that's a big deal chick and to have she's
1: in uh, she's in that other Merlin from the 90s right Uh, i think
0: so yeah um most of my queen mab stuff is like fantasy novels or like even harry 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 dresden is where um she's Uh, the the spookiest
1: well well, she's a big enough capital letter name that she's showing up in other fantasy series
0: exactly yeah and to have it just be like a cameo is very is very funny um yeah but but i don't (laughs) mind either like i think it looks i think it's i think it's great um and that's it i think that's that's the episode unless you have more things to talk about that's all i got uh you want to talk about the Expanse at all? I've been I've been rewatching the Expanse. We could start c- talking about it I gotta watch better. that show. It seems great. Chris, if you've ever wanted to watch a Mass Effect movie, now <laughs> this they have guess what? They have five seasons of it available on stream. Well, that sounds great. Like it's it is I was having that thought last night. This is probably my third time through and I've read all of the books uh, twice now. Um, and last night I was just thinking like I even was thinking about it in terms of you was like Chris loves Mass Effect he would probably just like lose his shit over how like detailed it is (laughs) because it legit like they will do stuff where like they don't spell stuff out for you at all times like you have to really pay attention to kind of figure out the inner working sometimes so it's really rewarding Mm. to rewatch it anyway I'm talking too long about this thank you everybody for listening Uh, if you want (laughs) to support the show go stream Amazon (laughs) go stream The Expanse on Amazon Prime (laughs) Uh, go to patreon.com slash monster of the week remember to write in your thoughts and feelings about Merlin, or still his kingdom keeps, or uh, anything about the podcast in general. Chris and I personally are you can comment on our you know physical appearances if you really feel the need to. That's fine, we don't mind. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with more Merlin. <sighs>
1: Okay, I am now recording a podcast. Jeremy, I have spent like four hours today um, playing Jedi Survivor. I think I'm at the final area. I don't know that. Are you really? It feels like it's the final area. I'm not going to lie. This game has been heating up oh no, pretty, pretty damn good.
0: Chris, hello. I can't hear you anymore.
1: I started recording and now I can't hear you. What has happened?
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, I missed all of that. Okay. Can you I'm back.
1: Me? I'm chilling. Uh, I can hear you. I was just telling you how uh hey, Jedi Survivors you... getting pretty ho- hot. Oh, can you still not hear me?
0: I think we're like massively delayed. Can you hear me if I okay. speak now? Like
1: Let me uh, why don't I hop out of the call real quick? Greetings. 1 2 3 4. We good. Okay.
0: All right. Tell me your tell me your Jedi Survivor stuff. I heard none of that. It's
1: getting dude. It's getting hot. It's getting hot. Okay. There's been some stuff that is uh, very exciting, and I don't I don't want to spoil anything. So I'll just say it's it, I'm getting caught up in the story, and then that's leading into the gameplay, and I'm like playing in a different way because I'm so like I'm flowing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which is it's been very very exciting. I enjoy the exploration so much more now that all of the tools have opened up to me which almost makes me wish that, like you just started with everything right off the bat but i know it's got that kind of metroidvania thing where you come back to areas later on and uh, I'm glad explore you, I, different I'm, places you couldn't get to but
0: i'm really glad you brought that up because uh like i got to i, w- I played through you go to the second planet right mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. you go there once you don't really get to explore a lot of it and then the second time it's like okay it's open and there's this like Really incredible, uh, like, series of events that happen with the with the, with the thing that attacks the temple uh, mm-hmm. and, and, like, that whole, like, set piece, right? And then after that, like, it kind of feels like the game is just like, hey, if you want to explore this world, you can. And I was like, no, because I know if I go over there, I'm going to have to, like, walk a million miles, yeah. and it's going to be, like, a door that I can't interact with, and I'm just going to get mad. So I just am like, no, I'm just going to continue to progress through the story because I am so, so tired of going through... Like a series of jumps or whatever, only get to a, mm-hmm. a door that I don't know what to do with, and just be done with it. So that's
1: yeah. I did uh, that. I did so much of that on that first planet by accident, but uh, I still did so much. So I think I just learned my lesson uh, the hard way, and have just stuck to the main story ever since. And I'm still, I mean, as I go, I'm still trying to find little optional paths and stuff that yeah, get and treasure yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm actually I'm having a really great time with it. And I've progressed pretty quickly, though I was on vacation, so having a couple of days off mostly playing video games, uh, definitely has helped propel me towards the ending. Uh, also I, helped that this weekend, Jess has been playing um, Rune Factory 4 and it was in like the final dungeon of that game. So she was, she was honed in. She was focused. was guess I got no Christmas choice sure. but to do some gaming myself.
0: <laughs> um, I'm curious. So without trying to like do massive spoilers, uh, I finished mm-hmm. The Big Thing the second time You Visit the Desert Planet. Mm-hmm. um and then I, I went back to kobo and now i have to go rescue a friend and like a swamp world or a swamp mm-hmm. area do you know mm-hmm. where i'm at mm-hmm. um so i'm going through that place now like and i feel like i'm relatively early in the game but i'm shocked to hear you be like yeah i feel like i'm closing in on it and patches in our discord was like i feel like i'm at the end of all the plot stuff already and i was like wow
1: that seems really
0: quick like i don't yeah
1: i think it because there's so much optional stuff that you can do that if you're sticking to the to the main story, you're probably gonna breeze through it pretty quickly. I want to okay. say it's probably about a 15 hour experience. Okay, and since I put so much time in early on, uh, although I think I was at what you're describing, I think I was there on Friday.
0: Okay, so,
1: and I've just been like, I definitely like I played. We played a couple hours yesterday, then I uh, we went out to lunch. Then came back and was just like, I'm back to video games, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see And then it. Just pretty much did that all day today. Like, we slept till, like, 9.30, which was super late for the both of us. Especially Jess. She wakes up at, like, 6 a.m. every day. Um, me, I cannot fucking get out of bed for my life. I'm like, damn, I had to be at work 10 minutes ago. I'm still in bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we slept it and then it was just kind of like, yo, are we gonna just play video you games? Play for video games. Us? And then I stopped to watch Merlo. And then I was like, am I just gonna go back to play video games? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I did that uh, all day, uh, most of the day yesterday and most of the day today as well. I haven't really done anything else. Um, it's our anniversary weekend. It was our anniversary. Right, on right, on right. Friday. Happy anniversary. Uh, what? How many
1: years? Nineteen. That's right. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Um. So we had special cake. I talked about the cake last time. Cake was fucking amazing. Uh, you get a
1: get, uh, fit check on the
0: cake. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to get any kind of decorations on the cake, which was a, maybe a, a bit of an oversight. Uh, also, the the ladies there were like, "I don't understand why do you guys just really like apricot?" And I was like, "I don't really want to explain that this is like a thing that we saw in the Bake Off or something." And, and <laughs> ma'am, uh, I mean, it
1: is none of your business. <laughs>
0: yeah, frankly, it's none of your business. I said, How just, I feel about apricot. <laughs> um, and I made I made the the bad mistake, um, not a mistake, but um. I was, I was running errands in town and Autumn's been talking about getting her, um, wedding ring and her engagement ring, uh, checked out because she feels like one of the settings is loose. So I was like, Hey, why don't we, why don't you give me rings and I'll take them by the spot today. And I was doing this on our anniversary, the same day, I'm picking up the cake and I'm picking up the mm. prime rib. So I go into the jewelry store. Uh, it's the same jewelry store we've been going to for a long, long time, but no, there was all new people in there. So I didn't really know anybody. Um, hand the chick the rings and she's like yeah absolutely it's going to cost this much you know it'll take this long sure no problem she goes hold on for a minute and i know that she said hold on for a minute just so she could go in the back and so that i would just look around because they get you that way and it worked so i uh, <laughs> i walked around and i was like well that's a really nice pair of earrings and i haven't bought automatic jewelry in, in a long time mm-hmm. so uh i The chick comes back, and she's like, okay, uh, here's your ticket. And I was like, hey, can you show me these? And, oh, yeah, absolutely, and pulls them out. This is the cost. I'm like, let's do it. And she's like, oh, those are so good. Your mom is going to love those for Mother's Day. And I was (laughs) like (laughs) – I was like hold up, I said number one, it's Mother's Day. Said so I had no, all, no, idea, it's, no no idea, no no clue. My wife. And, and I was like, do you think these earrings have mom energy? Because if yeah. if they do, I am I am in in bad waters right now. I am I am not doing great. uh Oh no no no, those are beautiful. Those are beautiful. Your wife will love them too. Like and I'm you know I'm sure your kids. And I'm like, no, nope, strike two, lady. I'm gonna strike go two. buy gonna go buy this for somebody two. else.
1: I don't know why you're confused about me having a wife. Ma'am,
0: yeah, I'm I'm wearing I'm a 40 year old guy wearing Air Jordans. I'm, I, did, I mean, I, did I not bring
1: in an engagement ring or wedding ring or whatever the hell? Uh, I mean, it's very funny. Um, that's, oh, <laughs> well, that's. So, uh, did everything work out?
0: Yeah, yeah. Autumn loved the the earrings, and she loved the cake. Um, fellas, if you're out there, uh, not necessarily fellas, like if listeners, just, <laughs> folks, if you're out there uh, and you want to impress your partner, just start an, a, a notes. Where every time they say like, "Huh, that seems cool," just put whatever it is in that note, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> and then uh-huh, like uh-huh. what I what I did was uh, searched it on Google and then bookmarked it in a special folder so she couldn't find it on my phone. Not that uh, Autumn ever looks good. at my phone, but like now I have a folder of ideas for Autumn. Um, and the fucking cake killed. Like she was like, "I can't believe you hell remember yeah. that. I'm so hell excited yeah. for this. This is really sweet. I nailed it." So
1: <clears throat> hell yeah, I got. Uh, we had we had a recent um, you know. It was a win. It was a, it was a recent win. It felt like a re gift, uh, the the gift that gave a second time. Because years ago, I got Jess. At the time, it was the most expensive thing I'd probably ever bought anyone. <laughs> um, I bought her a pair of earrings, and just a couple months ago, she lost them and was like, "I know what happened to them. I threw them out. Oh no! I had put I had put them inside this thing." I'm I'm like 90% sure I did that, and then I threw that box out because I didn't think anything was in it. Now I'm remembering, um, she was so bummed. Me, I was like, whatever. Like I can get you another pair of earrings. That's not the end of the world. Um, and. I just you know there's no there's no reason getting bent out of shape about it but then a couple of weeks ago she just found them again and it was like she had just received a gift all over again Perfect. she she's so relieved she was so, happy so excited about it. um which I think w- the relief of finding something like that might even be better than the feeling of actually getting a, maybe get a so. nice gift maybe so um uh, but I feel I feel like I've anywho. told you
0: this before but um I got a text from Autumn one day it was a Saturday and Saturday morning, and she was at the. At what her what was her barn then? She doesn't go to. The, she doesn't. She's not at this barn anymore. She
1: um, is her own barn now,
0: right for, for real. Uh, and she had lost one of the stones out of her out of her ring, uh, and she was like, "I'm panicking. Like oh, I, yeah. I I don't know what to do." Um, we had plans to meet up for lunch and she's like i can't go to lunch and i was like well, why can't you go to lunch like i'm that's that's my treat like what are you talking Hold about on. i want to go to lunch she's like i don't deserve to go to lunch because i lost the stone and i'm like, like I okay just... well
1: you could sit there and watch me eat then because yeah, yeah. i'm very hungry i'm
0: st- i still want to go have a great time and like watch soccer and drink beer so like you're gonna have to figure yourself out uh and then, like, just a miracle, right? Like, she started looking around her car, um, and you know, it's a, it was a, it was a clear diamond, and it was, you know, gray and white gravel. I have no yeah. idea how she found it, like, directly outside of the wow. car. But yeah,
1: that's amazing. So yeah, <clears throat>
0: and same same kind of vibes too of just being so overjoyed that she found it. It mm-hmm. was like giving her the ring all over again. So. Like,
1: okay, now we can go to lunch.
0: <laughs> yeah, now we can just go to lunch in peace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we gotta sort this out, whatever it is, because I need to eat.
0: I am um, going back to Jedi Survivor uh, just to really uh, fuck with all of the listeners that don't really care mm-hmm. about video games. Um, I, I, <laughs> I have gotten into the groove with that game in a way that I was not expecting to, but yeah. I am always, always frustrated at any time they like give me a group of enemies to fight. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of crowd control uh my my stance of choice is the is the dual wield that not the dual wield the dual blade um mm-hmm. Sith Lord for life of course um yeah, yeah, yeah. and that seems like it would be the most effective at crowd control especially because I have every skill unlocked for it now <laughs> um, oh, wow. I would highly suggest you're probably pretty close to finishing the game but like the you can buy one of those perks that gives you extra experience uh, and boy, yeah. do you... I boy, probably
1: should have gotten that. Boy,
0: do you rank up quick, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a lot of experience. I've
1: been using the one that like lets you regenerate health up to a certain point. Yeah. Um, And now I bought the other slot. So I have something else. I don't even remember what it is. It increases my defense or something. Because I use the big sword, which mm-hmm. has already has high defense. So I... That's, see, that's my biggest thing is when you're in a group of people, sometimes they can feel really cool to like mow through a crowd of stormtroopers or whatever, but then other times, especially when I'm using my big sword, I can feel like I, I can't do anything because the swings are so big and slow yeah, that absolutely. if if I connect, I might hit three guys, but the chances of me connecting before one of those three guys hits me is, is pretty low. Um, so I've had to really learn to be patient and do a lot of blocking and parrying, Um which I the Which, big sword helped me do that because it was so slow I had to learn to like anticipate what the attacks were gonna be.
0: The like the it's so much fun doing all of this stuff on a one v one basis. Like even in like a pretty tough like two v one basis. It's really just when they mix in like a lot of ranged. Um yeah. and they've got the 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 bigger battle droids that shoot the rockets, and it's nice mm-hmm. that they like that damages their own enemies, right? So you can set up some really mm-hmm. fun pranks if you want to. But also, like if you're just trying to, you know, parry a dude, and then you get blown up by a rocket from the ba- from the, the worst, back, yeah. and then you start getting shot at, and like it's just it gets it adds up, and it can be kind of overwhelming. Have yeah. you? Did you do any of the training, like when you sit at a meditation spot? I did it
1: once, and then I was like, okay, I'll come back to this later. So <laughs> I never did it again.
0: I didn't. I, and if the game shows this, I totally fucking missed it. But uh, there's a thing. Obviously, you can dodge by like lipstick circle, right? You can just dodge out of the way mm. but if you just hold still and hit circle like you do a fucking like N- neo in the matrix like fucking dodge like you yeah. can you could just like woof, woof, woof away from i
1: need to remember to use that i also i don't know if that's at another like skill you learn uh, whatever i've got the I've, i have the ability to do that and I never do that. The, <laughs> and I really need to learn.
0: It, it, every unblockable attack, like what I used to be doing is like, what I used to do is like do the big dodge out of the way. And then it would take me mm-hmm. what felt like ages to get back to hit them. And now I'm just like sidestepping that shit and dumping their nose and then just proceeding to beat up on them. And it feels amazing. It is the coolest yeah. thing in the world.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it really lets. I've just recently. This is something you can do like right away because you do force pull, force push. But I've started doing f- just the force pull and then just you just fucking impale, just stab them. Yeah, that's just. I just great. for some reason was never doing that, but I've gotten <clears throat> way more aggressive with how I've been playing and using the big weapon. I think I'm gonna break my controller because I'm putting like physical force behind <laughs> my swings. <and> I don't <laughs> need to be. I'm like mashing the stick, it's and I, like, there's no. The game does not require you to do that. Does I am that just at all. Putting yeah. in the sweat behind these attacks because it just feels good the controller so fucking like it vibrates and it's it's it just it's a good feeling even though i always use the 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 big sword um it's i don't even know what the stance is called uh it's cross guard i think cross or guard like that. Yeah, yeah yeah um the one that saves me the most when i'm in those big situations where i'm surrounded and i can't get out and i'm getting slammed on all sides i switch to the blaster stance so you got a lightsaber one hand blaster in the other hand um that usually will get me out of trouble when there's those ranged guys, because mm-hmm. then I just start parrying and and blocking as much as I can, and then in between every parry or block, I'm just pressing triangle to shoot the blaster. Yeah. And it doesn't always get you, but event like sometimes you can clear away the uh, further enemies, the ones that are shooting at you, and you know get, get yourself some space, clear some room, so that I can switch back to my heavier stance and then get back into into beating on guys. But the worst experience I had with the game so far. It's this huge section where you're fighting wave upon wave of enemies and they're getting harder each time. Um is the it first in, time I did it
0: Is it in Kobo? Like is it just in the open world where they like they come out no, of like a weird ship think or it's something? I not in Kobo yet.
1: Uh, okay. or, or it's no, it's not in Kobo. Um the first time I did it, I died on like the second run. Then I did it cuz I got hit by a rocket, but I was like no big deal. Or second phase. Um but I thought no big deal. I just didn't see it coming. Next time, we'll be prepared. Uh, The second time, I got to what I eventually learned was the final wave. uh, And then I got stuck in a wall. And it's the only Uh, serious glitch I've had in the entire game was I was stuck in a wall. And the enemies just kept blasting me. And I was like, okay, I'm fucked. And I died. I was so mad because it was like, oh, that just had a five-minute combat encounter. And then I got stuck in a wall. Um, The only other glitch I had was right at the beginning when you first get on the Mantis from Kobo um when you like it's finally time to leave the planet for the first time uh Z I think is the robot that you have to talk mm-hmm. to just didn't appear So I'm Uh, running around in circles like, what am I supposed to do? I don't get it. Like, I'm at the checkmark, but I can't get on the ship. And eventually, I guess I walked close enough to wherever the robot was standing, and they gave me the prompt to talk to it, (laughs) even though it wasn't there. (laughs) Um, But those are the the only two glitches that I've actually had. So Um, all all in all, not too much to complain about in that department. But um, uh, I might finish it when we finish recording. We'll see. I don't know how close I am to the end. It feels like I'm close.
0: The game... uh... Uh, has crashed on me twice Uh, once uh. where I lost a, a pretty significant amount. I, it's really weird to say significant amount of progress. It wasn't hours of time or anything. I think it was mm. just like a 15 minute like space and i and i could do that 15 minutes in like five this time because i was just like oh, okay i now i remembered all the stuff that mm-hmm. i did but it was still like that open world thing where i'm just this is not in a modern game like i should never have to collect the same thing twice right, right like right. i just so I, it was just kind of weird that i had to like
1: i had i had dragon quest crash on me not that long ago and i have no idea like what it was i played through so much of that game with no issues and this is a game from several years ago. You know, it's a PS4 game running on PS5. Just out of nowhere, it just was like, boop, crashed. And I had not saved for a while, so that kind of sucked. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, also, I got a message while playing it. I can't remember if I told you this. I got a pop-up message that said something about, like, your session for this game is going to expire in five minutes, um, which I thought meant, because I'm just playing it because it's free on PS Plus, Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that I meant it was going to expire from like the service. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you can't get that with, with this anymore. Because I have other games in my library that, for whatever reason, I can no longer access, which I just assume means because they're no longer on PS Plus, which is a weird thing. Because that live service, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, nothing came of it, but it scared the fucking bejesus out of me. I was like, I'm 40 hours into this. Am I going to lose this and not be able to play it? Because then that would mean I would have to spend $40 to buy the full game, which would be real dumb considering I already own the regular edition on PS4 and I own the special edition on Switch, but I decided to play the special edition on PS4 or whatever because it was free. Ugh. But they didn't happen. I'm still safe. Got to try and finish Jedi Survivor and Dragon Quest before Zelda comes out. I don't think I'm finishing Dragon Quest. That's not going
0: to happen. I don't know that I'll finish... Jedi Survivor before Zelda comes out. Like if I if I do, it's going to be like I have downloaded the game, and I'm finished. I'm like I'm struggling to finish Jedi Survivor Friday morning, so I can start mm-hmm. Zelda. Uh, you never
1: know. You never know. You might make some pretty swift progress.
0: I I might, and I, I think focusing. I feel like I'm what I'm not going to do is do a lot of the normal like open world collection stuff. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just mm-hmm. going to kind of mainline the story, and and like collect stuff along the way. But I'm not gonna like do the completionist vibe. Like there right, was already. Right. Like when I finished the big thing in the in the temple, uh, I you got I had gotten the ability to like jump through green walls or whatever, and I was like, mm-hmm. I know that I passed green walls in that temple. Like I could go back, and I was like, absolutely not. Like I'm just going <laughs> forward. <laughs> like I'm just gonna move on because I'll drive myself crazy, right? And also, I think the the open world combat uh, and the way that the way that death works and all that stuff it feels real bad to be honest with you. Mm. Um, mm. I. I like it's it's compared to something like Elden Ring, I don't know, man. Like I just I just don't I don't vibe with it. it like yeah. it just um I died at one point, um and sometimes when you fall off a cliff, like you fall off a cliff and you just spongy right back there. And then sometimes uh, you die and it sets you back like all the way back to your meditation spot, which was mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. felt like a zillion miles from the space that I, the yeah. place that I died, and it was just really felt real bad. because
1: <clears throat> so. um, the elder Ring can feel bad in that way too, but at least you have Torrent, so you can speed your way there. Nothing is worse than the open world in Red Dead Redemption Two. I don't know if I ever complained about this at the time, but you can run into like what feels like a very exciting encounter. Um, and then you'll get killed, you'll spawn so fucking far away from where you were, have to ride across the entire map, and then just not encounter that thing again. Yeah. And that was always the worst thing. Cause when you die in a game, you die in a boss, first thing you want to do is I want another shot at it. I want to get back in there and fight that thing again. So every time I died in Red Dead, I was like, I want another shot at this encounter. That was really cool. Let me play it again. No, you can't play it again. It's gone. Because this is this a living open world and if stuff's always moving around. Um yeah, that always would drive me nuts. Like, okay, it took me 45 minutes to get here, and the thing I did is no longer here because that was a one-time event, and, and I can't do it again. That was my least favorite open world. Otherwise, I like that game, but it's, that um, was the fucking worst.
0: It's funny you bring up Bread Dead. Uh, too, because the, the very kind person that gifted us our copies of Jedi Survivor also worked on Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> so, oh, really? So we're getting a one-two <laughs> well, bunch of us, like, we hate the open world. Yeah. So hopefully that too didn't have a lot to do with that part of it. Well. Um, <laughs> Sorry, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> As if there's not like 10,000 people working on both of these yeah, games. Yeah,
1: that's funny. That's funny. Um, it's weird, because I'm such a big Red Dead fan, but have not. like I feel like Rockstar kind of was just like, alright, we're done. Goodbye. That's it nothing else the first red dead got the uh undead nightmare expansion yeah. which like brought so much life back to that game um red dead had like the online two had the online thing we don't need to be talking about this right now let's talk you, about marlin Mar- Mar- <laughs> instead okay that's yeah fine. <laughs> i have to start wandering you know
0: <laughs> just like the guys in red dead 2
1: yeah when i'm in cowboy talk we gotta we gotta turn back <laughs>
0: Um, you guys really got me on Red Dead too because I thought we were going to have a great time all cowboying up online, like me, you and all of our online friends at the oh, time, yeah. um, some of which I no longer speak to. But uh, uh, none of that ever happened. <laughs> so I don't. I just own a sixty dollars copy of a game that I played. Maybe it's because
1: that game, the online part, thing came out way later, and then there yeah, was like nothing yeah, to do.
0: Yeah, I was, and and I think Jake was the only person I saw that ever like really got into yeah, the did, online stuff. So. Anyway, let's let's marvel. Let's do it.
2: Everly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.